Today's episode of The Movie Jungle is brought to you by fans. Without fans, you'd be hot and unhappy and sad. So buy a fan today. Uh, meanwhile, back in the jungle. I have a fan on right now. This is saving my life. There you go. Um, we got a lot on our plate for this episode. I'm very excited about it. It's a bit of a news episode. Um, we are going to, uh, since I got my boy Mike in the house, well, not in my house, that's deceiving. Um, I didn't mean to lie to you guys just now, but since Mike is on the show, we've got to talk more about the DC releases from a couple weeks ago, from the last couple of weeks. And there are a couple of new things that have happened since the last episode in relation to all of DC's, you know, crazy entertainment options they got coming up. So we're going to talk heavily and in depth about those things coming up and maybe uh, touch on some of the existing DC stuff. We'll see how that goes. And then, um, yeah, but before we get into that, uh, we are going to start things off a little sad, Mike. Yeah. A little bit, a lot sad, actually. So as I'm sure you are all aware, uh, the wonderful, amazing Chadwick Boseman has passed away. Um, we found out on Friday. And uh, was it Friday that we found out? Yes, it yeah. was. And um, boy, it that kind of, that caught me off guard a lot. Uh, he's obviously, just as a person, just a, a wonderful guy and an incredible example for young black kids all over the world. Um and just all other all people you know he was just a great dude so to lose him to to cancer is brutal and sucks um yeah i'm not i know we don't we don't cuss a lot on this show but i've i've lost people close to me with cancer and man fuck cancer yeah fuck cancer for sure it's yeah that was uh really deflating on Friday just caught so off guard it's not like I was his biggest fan but you know you just appreciate good people and it sucks when you lose them totally um yeah that was that wasn't fun um and and then to learn that he had been diagnosed back in 2016 and that he made all these like hard-working wonderful movies while having this like quiet intense battle in the background physically demanding films like yeah yeah he's just he played a hero on tv he was more of a hero in real life you know than than we ever knew he was and and it's yeah he's just it it sucks yeah and on the lighter side if chadwick boseman can be 10 years older than me be that ripped and also be battling stage three cancer for cancer what's my excuse for being 40 pounds overweight that dude was handling it <laughs> he was he, he was able to to succeed on all fronts um, yeah yeah so yeah, it sucks it's, uh, just as a as a human being as a person it sucks to lose him especially right now going through all the social justice changes that we're going through um all the stuff coming to light to lose a voice like his is brutal from an entertainment yeah. perspective for me he brought one of my heroes to life my favorite marvel character of all time is black panther and no one could have done a better job of bringing that character to life and um i just can't it's hard to even fathom that it's just 
that he's he's gone. But and yeah, and and at a time when it's so hard to get friends and family together, you know, because of the pandemic and travel and there's I don't know what it was like for his family maybe hopefully he had everybody near him at the time but it's heartbreaking to think that maybe if there was even one family member that wasn't able to make it due to the pandemic it's just brutal there's 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 yeah yeah but anyways uh we love you Chadwick thank you so much and um you know Hopefully, hopefully the people left over can make you proud. Yeah, but I, there, I was reading. I think a lot of people. There's starting to be a movement online that uh, people are pretty staunchly against any move by Disney to recast him. Yeah, I mean that's Black a tough Panther. one. I, I think that I think that you know conversations with his family need to be had for sure and if his family's like please don't let the character die pick someone else then i'm behind it but if the you know but if they're like you know well they'd have to do like they'd have to give just a so they, yeah, they'd have to sure. give them an in-universe send-off something really nice and respectful and well, then because black yeah. panther has always been the king of wakanda whoever the right. king of wakanda is is black, is panther. black panther it's sort of right. like you can't kill the character right um, well they they probably so, I mean, had designs yeah they probably had designs in the future to make shuri the black panther at some point it happens multiple times in the comics and she's an incredible black panther and the actress that plays shuri is dope and her being the black panther at some point everyone was already saying would be really cool but um i don't know i think you i, I it's so tough it's so tough because the character means so much to so many people. Just the character. His portrayal of the character was beautiful and perfect, but the character himself means a lot to so many people, especially now more than ever. And so if you were to bring in someone like uh, like a John David Washington or someone, just you know, to step into the role, like a la War Machine, just a, just a straight-up recast, if you can find a way to honor Chadwick while recasting him, obviously you do that, but... Those are going to be some tough decisions and some tough conversations, and I think ultimately, you know, whatever they decide, I I, I don't think I'll be sitting here screaming at them one way or the other because I don't envy yeah. that position. Yeah. But as long as I just think as long as they talk with his family and friends about it first and decide what they think is best. Yeah. But I don't know. Brutal. Brutal. Um, I don't have a witty transition uh, away from that. Um, but I will get into the next, I kind of accidentally transitioned into our first little quick news story of the day. Uh, speaking of John David Washington, um, he, uh, his movie tenant just came out and apparently it is far exceeded everyone's expectations in the box office. Yeah. I've, I haven't. I don't know if I've been accidentally avoiding news about tenant. I honestly don't even know what it's about, but everybody is bustling about it so i gotta i gotta find a way to watch this yeah i mean i'd like to see it it's not i'm not losing sleep over it it's a christopher nolan film immediately has my interest but then watching the trailer i'm like this looks like some vague bullshit but we'll (laughs) we'll see um the funny thing about it it does seem it has a lot of like movie tropes that brian doesn't usually like yeah it does it does i like to i like yeah 
Um, but so did Inception, and Inception ended up being great. So I, yeah. I have faith in, in Christopher Nolan. But the funny thing about the box office success is that like wildly exceeding expectations in the current market means $53 million in its opening weekend. Jesus. <laughs> Which, if this had come out in, an, in a COVID-free world to $53 million, um, there would have been alarms going off all over the place because that would have been a huge failure for this movie. Heads I don't think would this was be rolling. Yeah, this wouldn't be. This was never going to be a hundred fifty million dollar opening, but to not clip over, eclipse a hundred on a Christopher Nolan vehicle with a good cast um, would be confusing a little bit. Yeah. So, but I'm glad. It, I'm glad it's doing good. I don't know if it's any good or not. I don't really care about reviews that much. I'm intrigued enough to see it though. So if we watch it, we'll talk to you guys about it for sure. Yeah. So, but yeah, so that movie's uh, off to, off to a good start, which is nice. So it's good. It's just good to hear that the box office still matters to people and that then everyone's not just content to sit in their living rooms. So it's a good thing. I'm, I'm good. I'm really hoping that I can go to a movie theater soon. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, I got one more quick thing, and then I think you had a Star Wars thing for us, right? Oh, do I? <laughs> okay, cool. I got <laughs> I got two more news stories. One's just super fast, and then we can do your Star Wars one. Um, but Jurassic World 3, I, saw, I got really excited about this headline. I saw, like, Jurassic World 3 set photos reveal new dinosaurs, blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh, sweet. Let's, let's look at these bad boys. <laughs> you know what it is? It's like... <laughs> It's copies from the second movie. Sure. Cool. I'm glad they're back. Great characters. They A lot of good actors amongst the crowd from that second movie. I wonder if they got any of the original actors back that play those dinosaurs or not. But um, So the copies are back. That's cool. And then they're just pictures of uh, different velociraptor heads. <laughs> so you're, you're telling Under- me there are raptors in the new jurassic world movie no way <laughs> no yeah so it's like a different st- it's a different breed of raptor i forget off the top of my head what the name of the raptor is but i got really excited to see some some crazy new dinosaurs and it was just raptors and copies that's how they get you man it's all in the headline it's all in the headline it's like they make you think that they're releasing you know like like nudes leaked like like dinosaur nudes <laughs> like no <laughs> yeah headlines on, are annoying on man. set dinosaur nudes from the new jurassic world yeah if i could snap my fingers and make all like video titles and headlines just honest i'd do it in a heartbeat because like like i don't know clickbait is one thing like clickbait is like promising something that's not there so technically that's not clickbait to say like new because it is new dinosaurs that we've not yet seen in the movie like new raptors we have not yet seen but come on <laughs> like they're just they're more raptors i don't know uh, they got me though they got my click it would have so. been funny if it was like new dinosaurs join jurassic world and it was just like it's just a, a cast list of all the elderly people that are in the movie that's so good i love that oh sorry no that's fantastic 
fantastic. Uh, uh, speaking of old people that don't know what's going on, they're just catching up on things. I'm trying. <laughs> you got a Star Wars update for us. Oh, uh, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> so, um, uh, so there's a rumor floating around that Kathleen Kennedy, the president over at Lucasfilm, mm-hmm. may have accidentally dropped a hint to when the next series of movies might take place. Oh my uh, gosh. So in an exclusive interview with The Wrap. Cool. She said that Lucasfilm plans to reassess the franchise as it moves forward. And she said that uh, stories have been told within this. And this is a quote, by the way. Quote, stories have been told within this universe over the last 40 odd years. And there's now the realization that this is a mythology that actually spans about 25,000 years. Now, people are taking this quote and running with that this that this might mean that they're going to make an Old Republic movie, which makes right. sense. Also, Old Republic yeah. movie rumors are not new. No, they've been threatening us with that forever. But I want to highlight, people who know me know that I've been less than thrilled about the sequel trilogy. Yes. And I think that this quote is a perfect reason quote speaks volumes to why the sequels weren't great because Kathleen Kennedy doesn't understand Star Wars right stories have been told within this universe over the last 40 odd years and there's now the realization that this is a mythology that actually spans 25,000 years she just now Kathleen Kennedy the president (laughs) of Lucasfilm right and 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 top dog in all Star Wars media Right. has just now realized that Star Wars is a grand mythology that has had material printed <laughs> going back thousands of years in either direction of the main trilogy. She's just now realized that. Gosh, she really and dug like a hole I, for herself with that quote. <laughs> That's so bad. <laughs> There's That's, now the realization. Like I said, that speaks volumes for why. why for, Does she think you know, like the average Star Wars fan is unaware of that? Because I can promise you they're not. I think your average yeah. Star Wars fan is aware that there is a mythology there. They might not know titles of books. They might not know authors. They might not know who Thrawn is or what the Old Republic is. But the average low-key Star Wars fan is aware that there is supplemental like, material. Star Wars The Old Republic is a massively popular MMORPG. Yep. Knights uh, uh, Knights of the Old Republic 1 and 2, two of the greatest RPG video games ever made, took place yep. thousands of years in the past. Yep. <laughs> you know, maybe it was That's because amazing. she... she, she um, what do you call it? She, like, deleted all of the expanded universe stuff and just turned it into nothing. So she just didn't even take notice that it existed yep i just that quote the first time i read it it's like when she was brought on board she was like oh and get rid of all the fan fiction or whatever and they're like no it's not fan fiction what are you talking about no these are like real stories it's like part of the lore and then and then she was already out of the room at that point no kathleen oh she's gone yeah i understand i totally understand why they got rid of like a lot of the books that are oh, it was written. very muddy. There was tons of it. Yeah, and it was just it's 
two con- they had just paid four billion dollars for this property, right? And if they were going to try to respect all of these books, it was just too constricting. So I understand that they sort of deleted everything that wasn't already in a movie or sure. a video game or a TV show. Just to, they had to free themselves up and give themselves some creative license. But like it still existed. Right. It, right. it does. It for it's sure still, still exists. <laughs> you haven't you haven't banished I don't know if this is clear or not clear, Kathleen, but you your decision to you didn't banish this these stories from Earth. Like they're we have them still. People still read them. But yeah, that is so funny. Anyways, I guess that's not really news. That's more of just a Mike T rant about <laughs> Star Wars. <laughs> It's been a couple episodes since I've done that. Yeah, it's always welcome. I like your rants a lot. Um, so, yeah. Good morning, Kathleen. Welcome. Welcome, <laughs> welcome to Star Wars. Happy to have you here. And, yeah, it only uh, took her three the, bad movies. This is the beginning of a beautiful, beautiful relationship. <laughs> almost, almost certainly not. Speaking of beautiful relationships, though. Uh, <laughs> Bill and Ted have a beautiful relationship. And... Um, don't worry. Do. There's a whole Bill and Ted episode coming, you guys. It's going to blow your mind. But, there might um, be multiple. There might be multiple. But in the meantime, apparently, <coughs> excuse me, apparently Bill and Ted fans broke the world record for most simultaneous air guitars on like a Zoom, on like a Zoom call. The record was a hundred, and some Bill and Ted fans got together and organized, and 186 people all simultaneously did two separate. Uh, or no, three different air guitar moves for 90 seconds to get the record in the Guinness Book of World Records. So Bill and Ted is in I, the Guinness Book of World Records, and that's really that's really the whole story there. That's pretty cool. I got to imagine, though, only 186. Like, Isn't that is wild? The, is the record just like 186 people on a Zoom call doing an air guitar for a minute and a half? Because I guarantee... Like a baseball stat? The, the like... You know, some of these hundred thousand people metal fests. There's probably at least 186 people <laughs> simultaneously is, air guitaring in that, that has crowd. Unintentionally been broken many times before. But yeah, I I'm mean, sure. maybe when when COVID is over, I feel like it'd be pretty. Like it'd be easy to just bring Keanu into halftime of a football game and get fifty thousand people to do an air guitar all at the same time. Like sure. But I guess anyways. you need the Zoom calls to verify that every single person is properly air guitaring with the right form yep. and technique. I wonder if they had like 200 people on the call and there were 14 people that just weren't up to snuff. Yeah. Like the Guinness people were like, no, that, that one doesn't count. They mm-hmm. don't count. That's Get a, Carol out of here. Uh, nice try, Carol. That was an air bass. Get out of here. Um, <laughs> we want more wrist, less finger. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> don't You don't slap a guitar, Carol. Um. <laughs> Anyways, so that's fun. And then last piece of news before we jump into the meat of this episode slash a lot more news. Uh, Haunted Mansion ride from Disney World and Land. Disney Land. Disney World. That's not not the point. Um, We got it. Very, very popular ride. A lot of people really, really love this ride. I must stress that a lot because of the people that I know that are really into Disney, a good chunk of them really, really love the haunted mansion. Like they love the story, the characters, the ride. Band apparently the, apparently there's a new movie coming for it for haunted mansion. Um, it's the hmm. screenwriters that wrote 
the 2016 smash hit Ghostbusters film. Oh, no. Um, they also wrote The Heat, which was good. The Heat is okay. good. Um, but anyways, I think this is actually a really good fit because they're not trying to like remake a beloved old thing. And that movie, the 2016 Ghostbusters, wasn't just a god-awful movie. It was just trying to do something impossible and also didn't execute perfectly. So kind of kind of double lot going against them. But um, there was a 2003 movie with Eddie Murphy in it. Yeah. And so they're giving this another go because I don't remember that being more of just like a vehicle for Eddie Murphy to be in a family movie and get some cheap laughs and stuff and not necessarily as about like the haunted mansion lore. Yeah. Um, so this one will probably be a little bit more true to the ride itself. So we'll see. Cool. I don't know. I want to go back and know. watch. I want to go back and watch that old one this, this uh, October though. Cause I haven't seen it in forever. The Eddie Murphy one. Yeah. I haven't seen it in a long time. I don't think I ever saw it. I don't even, I don't know the lore of the haunted mansion. I don't know tons about it. I know like Madame Leota is the main lady and like the floating head in the, the sphere. Um, yeah. but yeah, I don't know. Could be pretty cool. Cool. So I I'm, like I'm, that. I'm all about Disney turning their rides into movies like jungle cruise. Can't wait for that. Apparently it's coming out July. I mean, the pirates of the Caribbean was good. Yeah. Pirates of the Caribbean was amazing and it spawned like a whole massive universe. Um, but the, yeah, jungle cruise, stoked about that um i would also be happy like i'd watch a matterhorn movie i'd watch like uh i mean just like it would just be like a movie about a yeti and like people adventuring on a mountain where there's a yeti involved would basically be that movie oh really yeah but um do they they, they, at the end of the movie do they escape the yeti by jumping in like in a log and rolling down the hill <laughs> yeah, I'm picturing them jumping in the log, and then the log literally rolls, and they're crushed along the way because they're rolling sideways because the log doesn't have wheels in this instance. No, yeah, they would definitely have to be like in a in a Matterhorn bobsled at some point. What would be the worst? You'll have to answer this for me because it has been. I haven't been to any of the Disney whatever since I was probably like eight. Yeah. What would be the worst? the the absolute worst ride to turn into a movie such an easy question to answer it's a small world <laughs> there, there you go <laughs> horrible that would be horrifying and awful be only bad little creepy be only bad no adults anywhere just creepy children singing little songs in, at you all the time no just you think no. it'd be it you think it would be about like those children trying to take over the world and you have like a plucky group of adults just trying to kill this swarm of <laughs> zombie children <laughs> i love that description a plucky group of adults um, amidst these horrifying children that's what it would be no get that movie i could watch here. that yeah. I, if it was that i'd watch it it sounds a little entertaining now um, like zombie side but or not zombie side but uh zombie land but with uh yeah. with adults versus children yeah another one that would be bad would be autopia because that's just driving a car it's not there's no plot there's no there's no characters it's just drive, yeah. driving 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 a car it sounds like an artsy pixar short yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh but some good ones because a lot of obviously are already based on movies but another good one could be big thunder mountain there's not a ton of like lore and stuff behind it but just the aesthetic and like the old west and something like that yeah. could could make for a cool movie 
I mean, Jungle Cruise doesn't have any real storylines or lore behind it. There's like, I'm sure the movie will have one or two memorable moments from the ride where it's like you see an elephant come out of the water in a similar fashion, or I'm pretty sure they'll leave the uh, the very very misguided interpretation of the natives that is exists on that ride to this day. <laughs> um, I'll probably leave that out of the film, but um, I don't well, know. Hey, if they, uh, if they make the film, they'll probably, you know, they'll update the, the portrayal and then they'll probably update the ride to fit it. Honestly, that's one of the things I'm most excited about because I have found myself at Disneyland a couple times recently. Um, I never it's thought cringing. I would, yeah, I never thought I'd go very often, and I went twice last year. It was amazing. Or once this year and once last year. But um, I, w- I love Jungle Cruise. It's such a cool ride, but it needs an update. So, <laughs> like, just pour a few million bucks into that thing and just, like, create way cooler ambiance and, like, way bigger, crazier plants and jungliness and, like, better animatronic animals and, like, you know, you leave the crux of it, like the silly jokes and stuff from your captain. That's the whole point of the ride. But and then you definitely address the uh, the questionable natives. <laughs> so, which I don't know what you do with that. Like I've always wondered how you've walked that line. Like you don't want to ignore the the reality of like n- like native African tribes in an African setting, but you definitely also don't want to make them look like gibbering fools you know yeah in in a ride so anyways uh yeah haunted mansion movie on the way i'm sure someday we'll get a matterhorn film maybe big thunder uh jungle cruise very excited about but yeah so that's your disneyland film ride update ride disneyland ride film update for the day i will not be updating you again today mike i got it okay i just are we clear feel I feel updated. Okay, good. You look updated. <laughs> I'm, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever that means. Um, all right, so from the news to the news. To the news we go. More news. More news. Yeah. Got to, so we got done with the appetizer of news. Here comes the main course of news. Exactly. Um, all right, so there are DC's got a lot. There's a lot going on from our our friends over at Detective Comics. Oh, deep cut knowledge drop. What? Uh, <laughs> so they've what? got two video games with trailers out that we're going to talk about, and two then the games. the Batman trailer uh, is is out. The Suicide Squad movie trailer. Um, the Black Adam movie animatic. I'll call it, and uh, the Snyder Cut trailer. So we got a lot to digest here. Do you want to start with the video games or the movies? Uh, let's jump in. Let's do the games first, then we'll get into the juicy movies. All right, cool. Games first, then the juicy movies. Got yeah. it. We want to. Uh, we want to. We want to make sure the viewers. The listeners at home stick around longer. We don't want to give them the good stuff up front. No, no, no. Yeah, you give them the dry games, and they wash it down with juicy movies. It makes sense. That's right. Um, (laughs) All right, so let's start with Gotham Knights. Uh, We watched a trailer for Gotham Knights. We both watched it. And um, it sounds like we didn't when I say it like that, but we definitely both watched this trailer. Um, We did. I wrote two notes on here, and then we can talk about whatever else. Uh, Batman looks a little bit like Kurt Russell. Does not okay. look 
not like Kurt Russell. And then Court of Owls question mark. Those are my notes. What was the other one? Court of Owls question mark. Court of Owls. So it's like a Batman storyline villain group or something. I don't actually know anything about it. I kind of hoped you did. But um, <laughs> <laughs> but it looks like the Court of Owls, Owls are going to be in this game. And there's like a whole series of stories about the Court of Owls that I'm sure people will be really excited to see in a video game. Interesting. Um, other general thoughts are just that it looks uh, visually really good. And the characters look interesting. What do you think? It looks it looks cool. It looks like it'll be fun to play and check out. I definitely want to see more gameplay footage. I have uh, I have grown very wary of like these big AAA games over the last few years. Yeah. Um, they they always find ways to make these games unnecessarily grindy, but or pay to win or stuff like that. But it looks cool. It looks super fun. I was reading a little bit more about it. Um, and it'll be a one, it'll be a, a one player game that also features two player co-op. So one, one player right. can be playing one of the characters and then your, your buddy can come and jump in and play without, That's um, cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of so that, cool. That could be fun. It's, um, anybody, when I was reading about it and just watching a little bit, it kind of looks uh, like it's inspired by Insomniac Spider-Man game. Okay, yeah, it's which, very, which very I ha- successful series of games. Yeah, just the most recent one, the oh. one that came out like two years ago. High recommend for anybody who hasn't played it. It's phenomenal. Is that um, not? Uh, I thought the most recent Spider-Man game was like a sequel kind of thing to the last really good Spider-Man game because they've made not. two really good PlayStation Spider-Man games. No, the most recent Insomniac one is its own. Okay, cool. Its own thing. So these are the people uh, behind Gotham Knights. Same people, is what you're saying. No, I'm saying that it looks inspired by that game. Oh, I, <laughs> I'm completely just <laughs> Sorry. Wrong. No, I'm just... I it looks inspired by that game. Like, it's a big open world uh, action role-playing game where you run around the city fighting crime and progressing the story along. Um, and there's probably in this game there will probably be different ways to progress your whichever your chosen playable character is and upgrading new abilities and powers. Yep. Um, I mean that, that looks that, cool. That'd be really cool. I mean Nightwing looked really cool in there. Robin, Batgirl. Uh, was it Red Hood? The other one. Yeah. Yeah. They, it looks really cool. I mean, it looks like some fun gameplay. And I kind of I I, uh, <laughs> I I the one note I took. This is sort of meta. Um, is during the intro when they were talking about, you know, Batman, billionaire philanthropist has been confirmed, and then it cuts. Yep. I'm pretty sure when Batman got introduced as a character, he was a millionaire philanthropist. Now he's a billionaire philanthropist. How many years (laughs) is it going to be before they change that to trillionaire philanthropist just to keep him relevant as one of the most rich (laughs) people on the planet? Give it twenty, maybe twenty years. Ten. You think it's gonna be twenty? I think I'll get. I'll be less than ten. Ten. Less than ten. By I think it'll be ten or less. Oh, I could. By twenty thirty, really Batman will become a trillionaire philanthropist. <laughs> I can't wait. He's got to be excited. <laughs> if I was Batman, I'd be very excited about that. Um, that's that's cool. Um, yeah. So I don't have a ton more on that game. That one looks pretty pretty cool. Um, the next one looks amazing though. If you guys haven't watched it, go out and check out the trailer for Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League. 
it looks insane. It looks great. The sense of humor and um, the characters are seem very Suicide Squatty, very R rated esque type of stuff. Oh, it'll definitely be a mature game. At least yeah. I, it better be. Yeah, for sure. Um, the trailer is really cool though. Like, it does seem like it's a very early trailer, but yeah, it's, it doesn't it's definitely, stop it from it's a, being really intriguing. Yeah. It's a super fun watch. Even just even if you don't care about video games, you should just watch it because it's fun. Yeah, it's just a fun few minutes. But yeah, the game's not slated to be released till 2022, so they probably don't have even alpha footage of the totally. gameplay. We have no idea what the game's even going to look like. Yep, it's just like a cinematic four minutes they made f- just to get people hyped. And yeah. uh, I'm sure they've got like some of the character designs are going to remain the same or at least really similar and stuff like that. Uh, speaking of character designs, though, I wasn't a fan of King Shark's design in this. I thought it was great. I didn't like it. I To me, it felt very much like Killer Croc in the Suicide Squad movie where they just didn't go far enough. It's like two like regular human-sized head with like... What are you talking about? It's a shark head. I know, but I like when... I like in the... It's a full... We'll talk, like he's, he's a shark with legs. We'll talk about <laughs> it later, but like I like the, the look of the movie... The Suicide Squad 2 King Shark. I like that look a lot more than what I saw in this video game. But um, anyways, and then also I wrote down here, uh, Boomerang is great. (laughs) He's just so funny. He's just a character that I really, really love. And I hope he gets a lot of screen time in the new new movie. But um, the the voice and character and um attitude behind this one in the game seems like it's gonna be just so funny and cool yeah but it looks fun it looks yeah i mean it's hard to tell if it looks fun we don't know what the game actually right. looks like <laughs> yeah but it was just a cool like teaser yeah but the they, vibe believe, and the attitude of the spent, game seems really fun they probably spent like two million dollars on making that short video for a game that's not going to be out for two years well if they didn't make this teaser then yeah, I don't think I don't think they're selling one extra game with this teaser, um, <laughs> but not because it's not a good teaser, just because a commercial for a video game two years away. Does that help? Do people care? I don't know. I think that's a lot of early hype. But um, who are those people they were fighting? Do you think from the short shots we saw, like it looks like some type of brainiac esque ship is sitting on top of a city. Yeah, that was and cool. Then, yeah, that was really cool. And then there's, I guess, Brainiac minions, I'm predicting. Yeah. You're probably right. Yeah. And then I was Honestly, wondering... I, I don't... I, I am not the biggest DC authority. Yeah. Right. But that's probably right. Me neither, but we know, we know enough to speculate on stuff like this. But, yeah. Um, yeah, I think that looks like Brainiac to me. Uh, looks pretty cool, though. And then I love the end of the trailer where Superman gets hit in the head with a boomerang and then Captain Boomerang immediately blames it on King Shark. (laughs) He's like, what'd you do that for? It's very funny. But yeah, really funny. Uh, Looks like a really fun, cool game. Um, I'm not sure who's behind this one. Um, I'm going to look it up real quick and see if it's... Uh, It's Rocksteady. Oh, that makes perfect sense. It has that. It has that vibe for sure. Um, but yeah, it looks it looks really cool. Yeah, I mean, if anybody's gonna make a decent DC game, it's gonna be Rocksteady. 
yeah. known for Arkham Asylum, Arkham City, Arkham. Arkham Asylum was a great game. And they they kind of slowly got worse, but yeah. Arkham Asylum was still a fantastic game. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, uh, this one looks really good. Um, I would say between the two video games, I'm way more hyped about uh, Justice or Suicide Squad: Kill the Justice League. Watch, it's going to turn out to be like a like a turn based like first person shooter. <laughs> What even is that? Is that I don't a, know. Is that a game type? Nope. <laughs> Not that I'm aware of. It should be. I'd play the heck out of that. Like, well, I just get overwhelmed in first-person shooters, just running around, like, getting shot by people. I don't even see them. Like, no, let's take turns. You yep. shoot, then I'll shoot, then you shoot, then I'll shoot. We'll see who wins. We'll see who wins. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it looks really cool. I think the design for King Shark's not terrible. I just don't like how small his head is. It's just got a little, little, little baby head. Yeah. Um, but anyways, yeah. So those are the the video game bits we got for you. Um, for more video game news, you know, Google it. Um. Anyways, so from Suicide Squad the game to the movie, what did you think of the the two minute Suicide Squad two? sneak peek behind the scenes thing with James Gunn in the cast. It was cool. I'm, I am, I am hopeful. I think that if anybody was going to make a good suicide squad movie, it would be James Gunn. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm looking forward to it. I, I very much did not like the first one at all. Yeah. So I'm, I'm looking forward to watching a good one because the premise seems cool. Yeah. I, I, so yeah, I mean, I'm super excited for this movie. I think I agree with you. He's perfectly suited to it. Um, I can't wait. I can't wait. I mean, this did get me a little more excited than I already was, but I think it would, it would have been even better was just, would have just been like a 30 second actual teaser trailer. Cause it was like an infomercial where they were like, sure. trust me, this one's different. It's the biggest movie I've ever made. This, you guys it's are going to be good it. guys. I yeah. promise. I know the last <laughs> one was one of the worst movies made in the last 10 years, but this one's going to be good. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know. It wasn't it horrible, got, it, but... It would have gotten me hyped up if they just recast Joel Kinnaman. Like, I'm kind of bummed they didn't recast Joel Kinnaman, so that's sort of a strike. Yeah. But everything else looks great. A whole entire strike, huh? Yeah. I'm not <laughs> Dang. A big, I'm not a big Joel Kinnaman fan. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not a huge fan either, but... um. No, this looks amazing. Like the characters and cast and stuff look so good. Um, yeah, there's so many people in this movie. So many. <laughs> Apparently, I read a headline that said that he got to use whoever he wants. Any yeah. DC character he wanted to use is in this movie. He was not told no makes, once. I bet DC, when when James Gunn had that whole kerfluffle with Disney and DC got uh, their shot at him. I, I guarantee they just gave him a they gave him a checkbook with us with a signature on it oh, and then just sure. like the entire DC canon just do whatever you want just please do it for us yeah <laughs> please help please help us please um, we need we need a good movie <laughs> yeah for sure but the cast looks crazy it looks so good yeah um, I don't even I, know who half these characters are, to be perfectly honest. Like, the guy oh, that John sure. Cena plays, I don't even know who that is. The douchey <laughs> Captain America. It's a douchey <laughs> Captain America, dude. What more do you want to know? Um, He's I love so it. committed to peace, doesn't matter who he has to kill to get it. <laughs> I 
That's so great. I'm so pumped. But yeah, I don't know who any of these people are. Nope. Um, Margot Robbie is amazing as Harley Quinn. I'm excited to see her in there as well. Um, I, I'm excited to see Captain Boomerang come back, like I mentioned, because I love his, <laughs> yeah. like, you know, fuck all attitude, just drinking beer and, like, doing whatever he wants. Um, so that's pretty exciting. Um, who else is from the first movie? It's it's her, Captain Boomerang, Rick Flag. I think that's it, though, right? Yeah, he's Rick Flag. That's Joel Kinnaman. Yeah. Okay. Well, Joel Kinnaman's <laughs> in it. Um, what a name, Rick, Rick Flag. Rick Flag, I know. <laughs> and then like obviously, imagine, the, imagine whoever whoever created Rick Flag as a character was like hungover that morning when he was forced to come up with a name <laughs> for real <laughs> and then amanda waller's in it again too but um yeah i can't wait for this one man it's gonna be so exciting and uh it's the design the king shark is the most exciting character for me uh yeah i just love his character i love the look of him and the king shark design in this is insane is that <laughs> it's it's pretty good it's pretty good there's a there is um a clip where he's about to like eat a person he's like holding a person with one hand it's like a really quick shot in the trailer and he's about to like bite a dude's head off but it looks pretty great so we've got okay i I just looked up i just looked up all the characters in it Mm -hmm. um so john cena is his name is peacemaker yep let's see joel kinnaman asked joel kinnaman um Yeah, Joel Kinnaman as Joel Kinnaman, Margot Robbie obviously as Harley Quinn. To have um, Nathan Fillion is it is in it? Yeah, as a guy named Floyd Belkin, aka Fall Arm Fall Off Boy. Yeah, a super villain who can detach his arms for use as weapons. <laughs> I saw what? that. It looks so cool. <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. It looks so good. Let's see. We got King Shark. We have, of course, it wouldn't be a James Gunn movie without Sean Gunn. Nope. Uh, Sean, as Weasel. As Weasel. A terrifying <laughs> half rat. Oh, my goodness. So good. Yeah. Um, and then there's there so many. I mean, so many of these characters I've never heard of in my life before. Oh, they've got Flula Borg. That guy's funny. I love nice Flula Borg. He's hilarious. His description in the trailer is very funny. He's like, you got genitals flying around, heads falling off. Like, <laughs> <laughs> or what does he say? Exploding genitals. Yeah. And I love that. I love that James Gunn has Mike, uh, Michael Rooker in here. Always. Every James Gunn movie. Um, yeah. Should be good. It should be good. If this movie is not good, I will be surprised. Yeah. I'll be, I'll be Me too. It's Yeah. But like I said, I don't think I needed them to be like, it's the biggest movie I've ever made. It's like a, it's like this kind of a movie. It's like that. Okay. okay I'm in already. Like James Gunn is wonderful. Like you don't have to sell this to me. <laughs> the, the, the best part is that it was James Gunn saying all those things. It was James know, was like, no, you have to watch this movie. It's Nobody the ever movie goes I've and ever sees made. my movies. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm, I'm pretty hyped on Suicide Squad. I cannot wait. I think it's going to be uh, very, very good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyways, uh, anything else on that before we move on to our next film? No. 
Um, all right, so let's go with uh, let's talk about Black Adam, the the animatic weird voice voiceover the rock thing that they made is this another case of like you didn't have to make that (laughs) yeah like i wanted i want i'm interested in the movie yeah same i want to see it in the way that i want to see a movie that seems cool on paper like it sounds cool i'll see it i want to see it for sure but yeah that trailer was awful I mean, you're just not selling anyone anything on that trailer. I don't. I didn't like. The, I didn't like the animation style. I honestly didn't even like the Rock's voiceover. I I didn't <laughs> like. I didn't like the speech they gave him. Yeah, I didn't I really know what it's, it's about. Them, I think they're real. They realize nobody knows anything about Black Adam. Like he's just not in the public eye. Really, like peop, only diehard DC fans know stuff about Black Adam and who he is as a character. And yeah. I feel like they just saw an opportunity to like try to get people excited about the movie and educate them on who he is. Which again, I don't think is necessary. You could just, you know, when the movie's a year away, release a teaser trailer, do things normally. Like, yeah, yeah. But you I wasn't could release like short teaser trailers, uh, like explaining a little bit about him if you really wanted to. I, yeah, I didn't like it. I I was kind of confused and yeah. It didn't really affect my opinion of the movie because we didn't really see any of the movie. But I didn't really walk away from that trailer knowing more than when I showed up. You weren't any more or less excited than you would have been without it, right? Yeah. Yeah, but I could I did kind of want that like 90 seconds back though. <laughs> <laughs> and Black Adam's so confusing. I went onto his Wikipedia page and I still don't know who Black Adam is. It's <laughs> like is this guy Black Adam or is he Shazam? I don't know. I don't know either, man. We'll find out. Um, yeah, I don't know. I know that they'll be linked and they'll be in, be on screen together and stuff, yeah. which that'll be cool. Shazam's really cool. I thought Shazam, it, Shazam was good. It was really funny. The um, Rock is cool. It'll be cool to, it'll be cool to see him play a bad guy, like a, a, a bad guy superhero. Yeah, that'll be really cool. I hope that be- it would be fun if they lean into his bad guy side because I know that he's kind of an, an anti-hero at times, Black Adam is. I don't think he's just purely a villain, but um, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Um, all right. What do you want to do next? You want to do Batman or Snyder Cut next? Let's do Batman next. Okay. All right. Batman. Um, That's perfect. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, yeah. What do you think? I know how I feel about this. The people heard me talk about this trailer last week, but we haven't heard you talk about it. Um. It looks really cool. I think it looks really good. Mm-hmm. I still don't like how James Patterson looks as Batman. <laughs> Dude, you messed up both his names. I did. No, what's his name? His Shoot. name is Robert it's Pattinson. Ro- I said I said Pattinson. I said I Pattinson. Heard, I, I heard James Patterson. I said Pattinson. Oh, well, it's, it's Robert Pattinson. You can edit that out. Or, or <laughs> you're not gonna. Or <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Did I? Did I not leave a comment somewhere? Um, I hate saying leave a comment because I want to say leave a Robert. comment. But no, it's like yeah, a no, you're right. Because I was. You can call him. I, you can I call got him. his name. I got his last name wrong, but for some reason I was. I'm looking at a picture of James Gunn on my computer. So. <laughs> uh, call him Robat Battenbat. That's what we call him. Yeah, it's uh, Robert. Robert. Robert Pattinson. Bat. 
Yeah. Um, wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you don't like his look so I, far? I, like the movie looks great. I like that it's it's gonna be sort of gritty, classic yeah. Batman look to it. Um, I love that it's the Riddler. I love the guy that they picked for the Riddler. It's gonna be really interesting. Mm-hmm. I love that uh, Colin Farrell is in it as the Penguin. He um, is? Yeah. Was he in the trailer? I don't, I don't know if he was in the trailer, but he's in the movie. Um, yeah. Like, yeah, the movie looks cool. I'm still not sold on Robert Pattinson as the Batman, but, I mean, I'm sure he'll be fine. Yeah. Like, I feel like I know that he's a good actor. Yeah. And, like, the one or two words that he said in the trailer, like, we're fine. Um, but I feel like Robert Pattinson 15 years from now would probably look like a great Batman. Yeah, for sure. I think they might be playing the long game with him because I do know that it's supposed to take place in his second year of Batmaning. Yeah. So it's like the youngest Batman we've ever got in one of these movies before. Which does make sense. Yeah, which is nice. Um, I like that they show a lot of the black eye makeup. I think that's cool because people used to always wonder about that. Um, Do you think they show him putting it on? I hope they do. I think there's like a five-minute long scene where he's like watching a, a YouTube clip of a makeup artist, just an influencer. No, I like to imagine that as, as cause, cause he's got to put on the suit really quick. So I ha- I imagine that he has this like yeah. black makeup pad with a big brush on it. And he just like takes this big brush. It's probably like three <laughs> inches across, slams it down, slams it into his eye socket, slams it down, slams it into his other eye socket, and then throws the cowl on. <laughs> I think that's a good call. Either that he's or gotta he's got to do it quick. Either that or he's got like a like a periscope goggles submarine-esque thing he just looks into, closes his eyes, presses a button, and it blasts him with black paint. <laughs> <laughs> that Now I'm intrigued. Now I'm more excited about the movie because I want to see how fast he puts on his black eye makeup. <laughs> like what's the? Te- I want to know what the technique is. Because you can put a costume on quick. You don't have to explain yeah. that to me. But, yeah. you know. When you got to get out of the back cave as quick as possible. Um, but yeah, it does th- look cool. It, it looks like they're going back almost to like a, a Christopher Nolan esque yeah. style. Definitely much more of that. I mean, we haven't got a Batman movie since. I mean, Batman vs. Superman, but does that count? No. I mean, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it, Batman will kind of. I mean, it's just names sure, in the title, Batman. I guess. But um, that felt more like a Superman sequel. But, anyways. Yeah, I think it's going to be good. I mean, Batman is a dark, uh, a dark, grittier type of character. So it seems like you said, like, the tone of this is probably spot on. But it also seems like it has, um, there's a, there's enough in there for me to be excited about it, I guess. It wasn't just, like, dark scenes and melodic tones and stuff like that. It was, um, there was other cool scenes where he's chasing him down in the Batmobile and the dude's like, this guy's crazy. Like stuff. Yeah, like how that. about like, that Batmobile? Like the muscle car, dude. I'm super into it. I think it looks sick, especially knowing time... knowing that it's year two of Batmaning, makes yeah. it like makes it make sense why he's driving the... that thing. But I think it looks sick. Yeah, the first time I watched the <laughs> the first time I watched the trailer, I was like, oh, what is that? Get that out of here. <laughs> it's just a car. <laughs> it's not a Batmobile. Just a, That's just, just a, a car. car with a jet engine in the back. Like, how did yeah. he get that back there? Well, uh, no. but then when I watched the trailer again, I was like, you know what? I'm kind of into that. That looks cool. <laughs> yeah. 
How about a post credit scene? Like, let's say this takes place in like the 80s, and then there's like a post credit scene where he gets the Batmobile that we see in the 1989 Batman. Like, yeah, like, maybe he gets that like gifted to him. But I'm curious to see. Hot Go wins. ahead. I didn't, I didn't really have anything good to say. <laughs> you want to be curious is because so it's his second year of Batmaning. Yeah. He the 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 Batmobile is just a muscle car with a jet in the back. Yeah. Like what other janky equipment does he have? Do you think? I don't know. That's a really good question though. It's going to be interesting. I hope I hope some of his other gear is more practical. Yeah. You know, like what I, I is hope so. what is the low budget version of his other tools? Maybe he has a communicator made out of a women's razor. Like in Star Wars, because in Episode One they use the little communicators are the are like the handle of a women's razor, painted they really? silver or whatever. Yeah, it's like barely that. even dis- when you yeah Google it That's and then you see it and you're like oh my gosh, like I'm never they be literally able to watch Episode One ever again. They literally just took the blade off of the end of it and painted it a different color. They didn't know their extra work. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that's anyways, terrific. that's a great question though, because there will be other stuff that's more like new and janky and practical. Um, yeah, like does he have a battering or is it just a boomerang? I think yeah, like a batter. A batterings in general confuse me because physics. So like you can't just throw a chunk of metal shaped like a Batman logo and expect it to come back to you. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean that's that's why we watch superhero movies for the physics. That's that's true. <laughs> I'm just in there in every single superhero movie in the cinema, just getting pissed. Um, <laughs> but yeah. math is wrong here in this scene. <laughs> I don't know. Like, will we see prototype shark repellent that doesn't even, it's not even labeled shark repellent and maybe he uses it in the wrong situation because yeah. he doesn't label his cans yet. Um, I, I did notice that there was the one scene the, like right towards the, in the first half of the trailer mm-hmm. um, where, cause Batman in a lot of them, he's not, in most movies and just like in the character in general, he doesn't have a great relationship with the police, Mm -hmm. but we see that scene where he's like in the room with, uh, commissioner Gordon. Yeah. Or is he, is he like Sarge captain Gordon at that time? I don't know. Yeah. Um, Sarge Gordon, but, um, but he's like in there with the police. But then we also see another scene later on where he's like fighting a room of police. Yeah. So good point. Maybe it's all the same as just scene like and they just get in an argument. Yeah, maybe. Because he's, he's usually called, what, the Masked Vigilante or something like that. Yeah. Or maybe that's Spider-Man that's called... Yeah, that's Spider-Man that's called the Masked Vigilante. Never mind. Yeah. yeah uh, um, I wonder what the... <laughs> never um, mind. <laughs> I wonder what the, like, the bat signal is going to look like. Because you always... The bat signal oh, looks different in every movie. One. Yeah. I wonder what it's going to be. Well, this logo for this movie is very much like body below the wings, like wings up higher like that. So um, it'll, I mean, it'll look like this logo. I imagine be really funny if it looked like if it was just like a really poor effort at trying to copy his logo. Cause like, if you think about actually making the bat signal, I imagine Batman made the bat, who made the bat signal, the, the police department or Batman. Oh, I can't. I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know. Because if it's the police department, did they, yeah, did they, did the police department ask him for a logo file so they could cut out the shape of his logo? Like, 
Yeah, no, we're going to need that in a CNC compatible file so that our uh, CNC machine can cut it out. Yeah, we need a vectorized EPS file if you could. Thank you. And also, no, next time just... someone asks you for a logo, don't send them a fucking JPEG, Batman. This is a this is a PDF with a. This isn't even editable. <laughs> um, yeah. That's How far into the future about. until the bat signal just becomes like a text message? Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised why, we're not there yet. Why isn't it already? <laughs> like you don't need the bat signal at all. I mean, it's I know actually it's iconic, way but... less. It is super iconic, but it's way less likely to get his attention. But like, let's be practical here. Like, Batman's not just standing at his living room or window the whole night, <laughs> just my, waiting. My Batman is. My Batman spends all of his time staring out his window in his, in his mansion, just looking, waiting to go to work. And then he's and then he pulls a a bust forward off the wall next to him, and it opens up the chute down to the Batcave, and he slides in, spray paints his eyeballs, and puts a costume on, and zooms <laughs> off into the night. No, actually, what it probably is, out of all the things that are impractical about Batman, the idea that he is just staring into the sky, waiting for the bat signal to come on every night is probably <laughs> right up there. Yep. My guess, though, is that it's probably Alfred's just like staring out the window, being the butler that he is, and then when, when, whenever he sees it, he just goes and it interrupts Bruce Wayne from whatever thing he's doing, playing video games or whatever. It's like, yep. sir. <laughs> playing video games. The bat signal zone. <laughs> um, Goth- I looked up a Gotham picture. You. I looked up a picture of Colin Farrell as the penguin. Do you put on a weight and he's wearing prosthetic makeup? Dude, it's crazy. It's completely unrecognizable. Let me look. Hold on. If you're listening, take a second, look this up. Just Google the Batman Colin Farrell. It's wild. It doesn't look like him at all. Um, That's so crazy. That is one thing I'm a little nervous about is that they're going to lean too far away from the costumes. Like the Riddler so far looks nothing like the Riddler. Like any well, version. Because you wouldn't be able to take him seriously if he was wearing like a green mask and a suit and a big hat well he doesn't have to have green spandex covered in question marks on but i mean if he wants to be the if he wants to contend for the best riddler that he obviously has to do that but he's obviously not trying to be the best riddler but like and i'm sure it fits the universe but i don't know as long as this movie doesn't do the same thing that dark knight rises did where it has a man dressed up in a bat costume and no one else doing anything campy at all. As long as we avoid that, we're good. And I think we will. I think we will. There's already like some clips and dialogue and stuff that I saw in this trailer that make me confident that it's not going to suffer from that same issue. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I think this is going to be good, man. I think this looks pretty cool. It doesn't look like... like I I love the the Joel Schumacher Batman movies. Those are my favorite Batman movies, three and four. They're just complete garbage, but they're just so campy and fun and comic booky and just over the top. Make no apologies, no apologies along the way. Mr. Freeze comes in a room and says, chill, like all of it. Like, I love it. It's so much fun, but I understand that not everyone wants that Batman. Yeah. Those movies are, enjoyable but they're definitely not good no i would not i would not mistake them for good but yeah they're they're very enjoyable uh but i do think batman at his core fits better in a universe like the trailer we just watched like the the nolan batman 
Yeah, it's definitely more more true to the source material. Yeah. So as 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 hilarious as Jim Carrey and Tommy Lee Jones were. Yeah. They just they're not like, easy. Careful. <laughs> Careful with the next comment. <laughs> they're not faithful to the source material, you know? Is he not as the Riddler? I don't you don't remember the red hair and the cane? He like he looks just the, like him. He definitely had the cane. Um yeah. It was a great performance as the Riddler. It uh, absolutely was. Yeah. One of the all time villain comic book villain performances in my opinion. Yeah. I don't but, think I don't think if we're gonna if we're gonna critique that movie, I don't think that Val Kilmer was the best opposite to Jim Carrey. Val Kilmer is so lame and boring in that movie. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you 100% about that. Um, at least this Riddler is wearing a green jacket. It's like a regular jacket. There's nothing costumey about it, but at least it's green. Wasn't like the tape all over his face also green? Uh, Yeah, sure. Yeah, it looks like it's green. I'm looking it up again right now. But is he just, is that his only weapon? Just, he just duck, he's the duct tape man. He's not even the Riddler. Tape boy. <laughs> like we just see him duct taping. I just feel like there's the, so much duct tape in this trailer. The mad taper. You know, the Batman's the mad taper. The Batman's rogues rogues gallery has got some interesting named bad guys. There's one of his bad guys is called Calendar Man. <laughs> Doesn't he have Eggman too? I don't know. I just remember Calendar Man from the Arkham Knight or Calendar Arkham Man City uh, game. Now that you said the mad taper, I'm picturing like a taper, like T-A-P-I-R, like the, the like creature. Yeah. Like a monkey. It's not a monkey, but like a, it's not a monkey at all, but it's like a anteater looking thing. But there probably already is a taper based villain somewhere in the DC rogues gallery. But yeah, it looks, it looks really good, man. I think it's going to be good. I think Robert, uh, Robat, Bat and Bat is pretty good and he'll do fine and he's a hufflepuff so team hufflepuff forever <laughs> um but yeah i'm i'm excited should be all right do you care did you see the joker movie yeah um there are rumors of this tying into that or those two connecting at some point how do you feel about that i really hope they don't yeah I hope they don't either, because I don't want to have I, to watch that movie. I liked, uh, I like Joker. I think it's good. It's worth a watch. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's a movie that's just is better on its own, and I don't think, I don't know, I don't think that that Joker or Joaquin's Joker, uh, would do well with like a. a a um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like a discernible, like bad guy, like yeah, like that that Joker, Joaquin's Joker from that movie, I don't think would fit very well in a superhero movie. That makes sense because yeah, that movie looks like a movie about a guy that goes crazy, and they just titled it the Joker at the end. Like they didn't even have to. Like they just. I mean, it kind of it kind of is. I mean, it's supposed to be a a a origin story for yeah for the joker so i mean yeah that's basically that's which is interesting in itself because he is shrouded in mystery so any type of origin story you get about him is pretty interesting but yeah 
it is a good movie. It is definitely worth the watch. Um, yeah, it's it's well acted. It's well written. It's well executed. But yeah, I just don't think that you don't think he could jive against a, a battering flying at him and stuff like that. Yeah, I don't. I'm not interested in watching that Joker, that that imagining of the Joker fight Batman or really any other superhero. Yeah. Um, if they that were to sense. make an if they were to make another Joker movie, like Joaquin Phoenix Joker movie, yeah. I wouldn't want any superheroes in it. I would want it to be like him causing chaos around the city, and then you know maybe his the the good guys are um, like the Gotham PD or something. Like he's just fighting against regular people. Yeah, that would I make more want, sense. I wouldn't. I wouldn't want there to be any supers in another one. Yeah. N- or or Batman. Nothing. I mean, this appears to have no supers so far. It's just got Batman and Riddler, and Penguin seems to be just a guy. So yeah. we'll see. We'll see if things get a little more twisty. But yeah. but yeah, I'm in. It looks pretty cool. It looks pretty cool. And I and I do really like the Batmobile. I I, I think that it looks it looks dope. Yeah. Um. What, but I, I do like your question earlier. I want people to write in suggestions for, uh, if, if you're listening to this part, write in suggestions for like ghetto bat equipment. Like, like how the, how the car is just a muscle car with a jet engine or whatever. Just, just low budget. Right. And that only gear. counts as ghetto because of what Batman's history has. Looking at a picture of just the car, it's so sick. There's nothing ghetto about it. But compared to what he normally drives, it's just a muscle car with a jet engine. But I want to know what you guys think. Answer Mike's Mike's prompt and send in suggestions for what uh, other janky homemade DIY back gear we'll get to see in this movie. Because I think there could be some pretty funny suggestions for that. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, we've made it to the final final film, the final DC finale. The final DC film update uh, that we plan on discussing today, and that is Justice League again. You know the movie that came out two years ago? Yep. Yeah, that one. Justice League 2.0. Yeah, we're talking about that again. Uh, The Snyder Cut released a trailer. What'd you think? So, I never saw the original Justice League. Oh, my God. (laughs) Somewhat (laughs) uninterested. I don't blame you. Um... Is bad. I, I think like they, they went like Marvel worked super hard for their Avengers payoff movies. Yep, they worked for the better part of a decade before the first, uh, before Avengers three came out, and then by yeah. the time Avengers four came out, it had basically been an entire decade. Yeah, they worked been... hard for that. They worked super hard for that emotional payoff of that they movie. Did. They did, and. DC just tried to do it in, like, two movies. <laughs> they zoomed right into it. Well, I don't know if they were shooting for, like, Infinity War, but, like, they did... They I think want- in, in their eyes, they looked at Marvel, and, like, Marvel made four or five, five... Marvel made five movies and then did the first Avengers movie. Yeah. But the thing is, all five of those movies are good. <laughs> so, like... It's an important distinction. It's an important important, thing to point out. Yeah. Like, 
and Iron Man 2 has its detractors, but uh, those are all solid movies. Iron Man 2 is better than probably any DC movie that's come out in the last 10 years, except maybe Wonder Woman. Yeah, I don't Like, think Wonder Woman's like... probably better than Iron Man 2, but Iron Man 2 beats all yeah. the others. I like Harley Quinn's movie a lot, but yeah, I agree that it's definitely a conversation, which is sad because it's their worst the worst one of their first five is better than potentially all of dc's first yeah. five but um, but anyway this, about this this trailer specifically yeah, though yeah while i do want to see the snyder cut uh justice league 2.0 i absolutely hated that trailer <laughs> what was with it with the song choice the song choice was a curveball for sure. I, I hated it. I hated every minute of it. Yeah. <laughs> just, put a, just put a different song in there. And then it was like the whole trailer too. It was the like sometimes one. they'll start a trailer with like a song you wouldn't expect. And it's like a creative, cool thing a few years ago. It's not, it doesn't really impress me anymore. But the they just, the whole thing. The it was thing so was bad. The song. If yeah. this has, if this is, if this is supposed to be like, uh, uh, what's the word? You know, uh, if this is how the movie's gonna make me feel, I don't want to watch the movie. <laughs> <laughs> like there are some cool scenes in there. Yeah, but so well, did you, you watch? Let, let me get this watched... right. No, let me ahead. get this right. So the Snyder cut, they didn't shoot any new footage. It's just a re-editing. Yeah. So there, there's no reshoots currently scheduled at all. And um, there was actually uh, what's his name that plays Commissioner Gordon and J. Jonah Jameson. What's that actor's name? Either way, that guy. J. Jonah Jameson. Yeah, I only know him as J. Jonah Jameson. Yeah, so he's he, like the perfect cast. He went out of his way to say like, if you need me for reshoots, let me know I'm in. But yeah. there's no other signs that they're going to for sure do any research for this. And he said he promises. He will not use a single frame of Joss Whedon's reshoots. So, Josh Whedon was handed this film that was mostly done, or was completely done, and was asked to make it look like a Marvel picture um, with very limited time and effort. And so he did his best, and it fell flat on his face. Apparently, we are truly getting like the Snyder cut. Like, he will not use a single frame of Joss Whedon's. Uh, which cool silver lining to that is there will be no mustache gate about Superman's face because he filmed it all before the whole mustache thing. So that'll be cool. But uh, um, did Superman have a mustache in Justice League? No, unfortunately not. So the, the deal to, he's supposed to. He well, he should have. So Henry Cavill filmed everything with Zack Snyder with no mustache obviously but then he went to do mission impossible and he had to grow a mustache for that part and i think is it sony behind mission impossible whoever it is behind mission impossible said no you're absolutely not allowed to shave your mustache for your reshoots for justice league and this they did this is a great best. controversy it's the <laughs> this is my favorite. i'm so happy you're like just now catching up on this years old controversy this but is great it was amazing. They told him, like, you cannot shave your mustache. And so he was like, okay, well, I can't shave it. But they needed him for reshoots, and they couldn't reschedule things, which I think was only a few months apart. I don't know how you can't find a schedule that fits for that. But anyways, so they did his reshoots with Superman with a mustache. 
However, instead of growing a pair and just CGI a mustache on the other scenes of him where he doesn't have one, which would have been way cooler and probably easier, they decided to try to CGI out his existing mustache. And there are some scenes where it looks so beyond god-awful for for a mid-level film, let alone a giant blockbuster. It's just so, like, so odd to look at. Particularly the most egregious one is the opening scene to the movie. It's like a cell phone footage of Superman. And it just looks awful. And it sucks because Henry Cavill's a great Superman. Like, he's the best Superman I could hope for. But... Yeah, they should have just been like, yeah, guess what? He grew a mustache or a beard while he was in the grave before and we woke up with facial hair. Like, that would have been dope. But they didn't do that. They tried to CGI That's, it out, and they failed. What a great controversy. That's it's awesome. really good. My favorite thing about it is just the other studio holding its ground against Warner Brothers sure. and being like, no. Because, like, a fake mustache isn't an option. Right. It's so easy, right? How much would a prosthetic mustache have costed on that set? Like, nothing. Oh, I didn't even tell you how much they spent. They spent over $3 million CGIing out his mustache. That's so, like, yeah. Awesome. It's just studios being uh, petty and is the best. That's great. Yeah. I do like... Um, <clears throat> I do like... I think this is going to be really interesting. I want... Uh, when the Snyder comes, cut comes out, I do want to go back. I'll probably watch the Snyder cut first, and then I'll go back and watch... To Joss Whedon cut, proof positive again that mm-hmm. not everything Joss Whedon touches is gold. Yeah, like, I don't think that sentiment is is hanging on too much these days. I think people have come to realize it, it did for a minute. I'm saying, it did. Like, it was very strong for a long time. He was sort of filmmaking Jesus in people's in nerdy people's eyes. And even back in the day when everyone was just had hard ons for Joss Whedon, I could have just pointed to Aliens Four. The thing was an abomination, or Aliens 3, it was an abomination. Yeah. But then they'd be like, but Buffy! But I love right. Buffy! It's like, I know, Buffy's great. That's not the same. Aliens 3. <laughs> uh, but no, I think it's going to be really cool, and it would be really cool if we got to see this more often. Mm-hmm. But it's going to be really neat to see the same movie edited two wildly different ways. Yeah telling potentially wildly different stories oh yeah i mean this trailer had i'm a little bummed you haven't seen the joss whedon one i i don't know i'd almost watch that one first just so you can have a good taste left in your mouth but like because uh what's his name uh dark side showing up in this trailer to people that have seen the joss whedon one is like mind-blowing for you it's like okay bad guy cool but like it's crazy. Like the fact that we're going to see dark side in this movie and like all these extra scenes, uh, with Steppenwolf. And unfortunately it looks like Steppenwolf's whole entire face is still CGI. Um, but they can't reshoot that. But like, yeah, like it's going to be totally different. There's so much of like the, you saw the football clips of cyborg and like his dad dying and stuff. And like, there's so much cyborg stuff that they filmed that just got, dropped on the cutting room floor from Joss Whedon's cut. And like, so the character development for cyborg in the movie is non-existent. Basically. He's He's just there. Here's a guy. Yeah. He's just (laughs) grumpy. Like they barely touch on his past at all. And like, yeah, it's going to be so much better. 
That's cool. It is, yeah. I, and I do wish that we got more instances of that for other movies, like good and bad. Like it would be cool to see movies cut wildly different. Just like use yeah. the same footage, yeah, that you've used and make me a different movie just for fun. That would be great. Imagine you know? what they could do for some of them too. Like if you took people hate Anchorman two. I bet you there's enough amazing footage to cut together a very good Anchorman two film. Yeah, I would even just be curious, just, just as like a, just as like an editing experiment. Even good movies, like yeah, take like what new fantasy movie could you make by taking the first Lord of the Rings and all of the footage in it? Oh, yeah, like could you make an entirely different movie about something just yeah. totally different? It'd be like Grandma's Boy. Just color the orcs in level one blue, and then they won't look like the orcs in level six or whatever. <laughs> but right. yeah, that w- that would be dope. I'd be I I could get behind that for sure. It may be our future if we're stuck inside for the rest of our lives. It's maybe the future of filmmaking, just recutting old footage. Yeah. Um. But it does. It is. Fact, some people think, are worried it's a make... Pandora's box situation where we'll get all these alternate cuts that we don't want. Yeah. And then, like, a movie releasing won't be as big of a deal because people will be like, well, if it sucks, they'll just re-edit it. And, like, I don't want that necessarily. But, sure, yeah. If they pick sense. and choose the right projects, though, I think it's – I'm all for um, it. You don't – I don't – you don't hear too many – too many times where people are, like, calling for the true cut. Like, it doesn't happen very often where – um where, like, the no. director gets shafted on their vision. Very I know it happened in – situation. It happened in Blade Runner, and it took years t- to get the director's cut. And people still want like the yep. real, real, real director's cut. That Harrison Ford Blade voiceover Runner. from the theatrical release is beautiful, though, because yeah. he's just—he's clearly just pissed. He's even wherever he is, and he's just yeah. mailing it in hard. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, it is a rare situation, and I'm really glad we're getting this. I'm a little disappointed. The whole game plan is just to put it on HBO Max because I'd. I want to see this in theaters, dude. Like, if you're going to oh, make that's me why a... the HBO Max logo is in the corner. I was like, why is that here? Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> I want to see this in theaters, man. Like, if you're going to make me a whole new Justice League movie, I'll give you, I'll shell out to see it in theaters. Most people won't, but there's, I'm not the only one. Sure. But I don't know. But we'll yeah, see. It looked, I do want to see it. But yeah, if we're talking strictly the trailer, yeah, it was awful. like i want to re i want to get back on track here i want to reiterate the trailer was real bad it was real bad it was so bad it was it's funny because a bad trailer that we're both excited to see the movie that it's trailering for is that a word but um i don't know it's interesting dc is definitely they're definitely changing things up like they've got i think they just things went so bad for them that they kind of hit a point of like well screw it what do we got what can we do let's just do something different and so then they make this weird joker movie that makes a billion dollars literally and then they make i still can't believe that that still blows my mind that movie made a billion but um and whether or not it's good just based on what it is and what the trailers were blows my mind um but anyways like they'll make this crazy joker movie they're doing suicide squad 2 without interference from the studio just letting james gunn go ham they're recutting justice league like who knows what kind of vibes these other projects are people are talking a lot about the next flash movie because it's going to be like a flashpoint 
multiple universe situation, it sounds like. And I think that was, DC's headed towards just a multiverse of films that they will connect when they want to and not play by Marvel's rules and just do their own thing, which I think suits them way better. Yeah. Did they did they have mm-hmm. a I wonder if they had like a, a shake up in their leadership or something. They did, yeah. Because yeah, they must have just realized that they've just wasted the last decade making just shitty Marvel ripoffs. Yeah. Basically. And they got lucky with Wonder Woman. That one turned out real good. But um Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. They've got um I think it's Walter Hamada. Hell, let me look it up real quick. No, that's old. That's old news. Um, I can't remember off the top of my head, but I know they had some like really big shakeups in their in their movie department over there. But yeah, we'll see. I think that they could. Uh, I could see things even almost. Could you think see things changing enough to where DC is putting out more consistent, better stuff than Marvel? Because Marvel's sure. they're gonna run out of ideas. Like people are gonna get, you know, they're gonna get sick of existing characters. And then they're going to start reaching into their bag and the characters are going to get too random and weird. And I just think fatigue could set in potentially in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I mean, even if they keep making great stuff, I think people will eventually be like, they're still doing this. I mean, I think it'll be I think it'll be just general superhero fatigue before it becomes Marvel fatigue. I've given up on that. I used to think that was going to be a thing. I don't think it's going to be a thing anymore. I think it's going to be a thing. I mean be honest we've only had mainstream superhero movies for a decade right but i'm not i don't think superhero movies are like a fad i think they're like a large genre of movie that will never go anywhere like i think there's going to be superhero movies that are like dark and twisted and crazy and superhero movies that are like light and campy and like like you can have a comedy superhero movie you can have a drama superhero movie you can have a western superhero movie like I think they are a large genre that... Yeah, you could be right. Yeah. I think we'll know in the next couple of years because uh, like Marvel just had their big their big payoff. It's going to be really interesting to see how their momentum, see if they can get and it see back. How, see, yeah, see how they recover from that and if they're able to build to something new or if, or if people just fall away from it, even if they are good movies. It'll be interesting. Yeah. Um, I do think they still have a lot of pretty big guns that we haven't seen yet, like the X-Men and Fantastic Four stuff that could be game-changing. Are they going to try Fantastic Four again? Oh, they're definitely going to do it, but they're going to wait a while, I think. They'll wait yeah. a few years at least. They'll have to. But God, how, do you, how do you not get that right? It's, it's a great question. It's just weird like what properties just don't work. Oh, it's not the property's reason. fault. It is not the property's fault. That Fantastic Four is great source material. There are great movies in there to be made. But, you know, just the wrong people made them. Yeah. I don't even know if there's room for a, for a, fan, uh, for a Fantastic Four in this universe. I have no idea how they're going to do it. I don't know how they're going to work in Fantastic Four and X-Men. How do you bring in yeah. X-Men? How do you bring in like a world full of mutants? Honestly, maybe they won't. Maybe they won't fold the X-Men into the MCU. Maybe they'll just make good X-Men movies that exist in their own world. Yeah. I'd be fine could. with that. I'd be totally fine with that. It doesn't have to all fit into the MCU. I think things will also change as actors go away from the series. Like I, 
I don't think uh, Robert Downey Jr. is going anywhere. I mean, he makes like a hundred million dollars a movie, but it's gonna be interesting to see who like who pulls the next Chris Evans move and just wants to get away from the series because he wants to make other stuff. Well, yeah, but Robert Downey Jr. died in the movies. Like Iron Man's not alive. So that's he, true. So he might be pretty gone. But I do think that that's going to happen with other people. Like, is it going to be Chris Hemsworth? Is it going to be maybe Brie Larson gets sick of it? Like, I don't know. Uh, maybe Tom Holland gets sick of being Spider-Man someday. Like, it's, you know, he's became Spider-Man at a very different point in his life than he will be a couple years from now. Like, we're all very different people at 22 than we are at 28. So... I don't know. It's going to be really interesting to see, but I wonder, I just wonder if there's in the next five years or so, if we will live in a world where DC is making stuff that people are more excited about that is equal or better quality than what Marvel's doing. Cause I think if they, happening. if they get out of their own way and just let people make content that fits the source material and just honor the content, I think it could happen. It could definitely happen. So, but I don't know. Hope we'll be here to find out. Well, I'll be sitting at home waiting for, waiting for that vaccine any minute now. Yeah, nope. we'll, we'll be here talking about it while trying to hide from COVID twenty four. Yep. Oh God. <laughs> COVID twenty four. Um. Yeah, that'd be bad. That'd be real bad. But, anyways. Um. Yeah. This is this is a fun. I liked. I'm really glad I got to talk about all this stuff with you because. I did, it was really cool hearing my brother's perspective on it because he is not your typical just like nerdy comic book lover, and you're not you're not either really. Most of us like will just consume whatever we're told to consume, but you're a little more particular about what you give your time to. Um, what was uh, I didn't I got I should listen to last week's. So I didn't hear a lot of Jimmy's perspectives. Well, uh, he's very excited for the new Batman, and he's cautiously optimistic for Suicide Squad. But he also hasn't seen like he hasn't seen just the old Justice League movie. Um, I don't think he's seen Wonder Woman yet. Yeah, there's a bunch of it that he hasn't even seen yet. But he thinks the trailer for Batman looks great. Yeah, mostly that's what he's excited about. He's a big he's a big Batman fan. That's probably of all the comic booky things. I think Batman's his favorite. It was out of all the trailers we watched. It was definitely the coolest. I mean, Suicide Squad wasn't really a trailer. No, it wasn't. I'm yeah. I'm most excited of everything we just talked about. If I were to rank everything we just talked about in my excitement levels, Suicide Squad movie is easily at the top, uh, followed by, I guess, the Batman for now until we see a real Black Adam trailer. Then maybe those could flip-flop. But Suicide Squad, Batman. I'm going to go Justice League, actually, and then Black Adam. Yeah. And I don't really play video games that much, so... Then it would be Suicide Squad um, video game, and then Gotham Knights would be the least exciting thing we talked about today. Yeah. But I don't know. We'll see. We're out. We're out. We're out. <laughs> That's probably too loud. Uh, anyways. Um, oh, actually, just, I want to tell you this just to get your reaction. Uh, before we go, guess what I've been watching lately? I'm about, to, I'm about to finish the second one tonight. No, I'm never going to watch The Handmaid's Tale. <laughs> if I ever watch The Handmaid's Tale, there's something there's something wrong with me. And that's not to say it's good. I hear it's really good. A lot of people love it. But it's TL's just all in on it. It's one of the least Brian things that anyone's ever made is the whole point. 
Uh, but I've been rewatching the Transformers movies. <laughs> oh no! Why a person would do this to themselves? I don't know. But I rewatched I the think first I've only one. Seen the first two. <laughs> You've only seen the first two. I think so. Maybe the first three. That makes sense. I mean, the second one is the worst one by far. And so if that's the second, if you saw the first one and it was like, oh, this is okay. And then the second one, you were like, this is not okay anymore. That makes sense to me <laughs> that you would just dip and be like, I'm done with this. I do think I saw the third one. And then I, I definitely have only seen either parts or none of like, I don't remember how many there are. I definitely haven't seen any of the Mark Wahlberg ones. Yeah. There's Mark Wahlberg is four and five. So yeah. there's two of those that you haven't seen. Did you see the new Bumblebee movie? I did. It's the best Transformers movie, in my opinion. It's not bad. Sure. <laughs> if you say so. But, yeah, I've been watching Transformers again. I don't know why. Yeah. They're it's fun action. Though. Those it's movies don't really get... do anything for me, but like they're, 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 they're loud and entertaining. Yeah. I like to just go back to stuff every now and then and be like, do I still – is this still what I thought it was? And, like, sometimes it's bad. Sometimes it's worse than I remembered. Sometimes it's better than I remembered. But yeah. yeah. Anyways, um, that's all I got. That's all I got. I don't got nothing else. You got anything else? I'm all out. All out. We're all out, you guys. We gave you an hour and 30 minute episode without a main topic. So you're welcome. Yeah. Yeah. Consume so that. Give us Consume that money. content. Give us money. You know, there's actually no way for people to give us money. Should we set that up? Should we have merchandise or a Patreon or something? Yeah, I don't really know what we would give people for a Patreon, though. We have tens like, of we have tens of listeners, Mike. We could clean up on Patreon. I know I I, I follow. I contribute to a couple Patreon accounts. To a couple, pa- 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 I'm a patron for a couple Patreons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I and I follow a, a bunch of others. I just don't contribute. And obviously, some some uh, tiers are better than others. Like some people put out some great freaking stuff for their for their patrons. I don't yeah. know what we would do. We, well, you don't have to put anything out. That's the beauty of Patreon. You no, can I know you like, don't have to. If you want to support the show, throw us, some, give us your money a little bit sometimes. How about this? Or give us, a, give us become a patron. Yeah, and we'll spend more time preparing for. <laughs> we'll spend a half hour prepping instead of 20 minutes <laughs> we'll up our prep time this podcast will get more and more professional the more you guys pay for it it'll get 5% better if right. you become a patron Right, 5% better per 100 patreons per 100 patreons <laughs> no, um, no it, is, it is fun though do share the podcast I would love to have more listeners more engagement more action um, so do tell people about it. That is helpful. And that's it, Mike. Catch you guys later. It's a jungle out there. Go watch a movie. <laughs>